Hey folks, Sir Richard Wentworth. When you're ready to buy a car, True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Every day, True Car users receive negotiation-free, guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of three thousand two hundred and twenty-one dollars off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, download the True Car mobile app or go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple: take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. With True Car, you can save time, save money, and never overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin. Ooh, get like the dance music going here. <laughs> Woo! Start it right off beat. here. Get that beat. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, mm. I love it. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? I'm Scott Moore, and I've made my triumphant return from last season. You might remember, and Yay. to my my left, your right. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it for a second. <laughs> I'm Blake McIver. Yay, Blake is back after an amazing job you guys did last week. Thank Thanks, you. We had fun, but we missed you. I know, freaking work having to get in the way. It's so so overrated. Everybody, work is so overrated, and I'm gonna have to disappear again for a couple weeks. But but I'm here tonight, and that's what matters. Here we are, and we had a great、uh, second episode of the second season today.、Uh, really looking great. Looking for results.、Um, I'm just loving the way this show is developing in the sophomore season. What do you think? I really love. I love the tone of this show.、Mm-hmm. I love how real it is. I love how、right. immediate it is. I love how it's not showy. Exactly. It's not over the top, and I feel like that. Tone, we've really got a nice consistency going, and I feel like they've really hit their stride in season two. I do too, and it's great again that we have ten episodes this season as opposed to eight last season because I felt like we barely got into anything before it already wrapped up. Yeah, it was so, over so quickly. Yeah, it was like <laughs> it just started, and then it was like, okay, we hardly knew you, and then you were gone. But I, I love, you know, I love Patrick just because his authenticity, like you were saying, it's so great to see, like. The real character really trying to find himself, and it just feels like any one of your friends that's trying to figure stuff out, trying to figure out life, and is making mistakes, but is trying to do the right thing. Yes, and that's how I feel with him. Is like you, you want to read along with him, even though you know he might be making some mistakes, but you know he's a good guy and he's wanting to do. What's right? Right. He、so. probably wants to do what's right even too much. Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's beating himself up constantly. Exactly. But we all kind of do that. No,、so、we I, all do、I、that. But but that's what I love is that you can relate to what he's going through so genuinely, and it's it, you know it's really good. And again, like you're saying, we're getting into these deeper layers of these characters we didn't get the chance to really get to in last season because it went so fast. So we basically open up in this、uh, episode with with Patrick and Kevin in bed again. Yes, <laughs> naked. The, the morning after <laughs> of of you know. We, which, by the way, I love the first、uh, episode's music. 
Yes. Uh, I don't even know if you, uh, I, I think you guys might have talked about it a little bit, but I loved it so much. I actually downloaded some of the songs again because I'm like, it's such good music. But here we are again with them opening up from the night before, from the first episode. There they are in, in bed and, you know, he ends up talking about, uh, what was Kevin talking about? Top Trumps, the. Oh yeah, the, the card the, game. The British card game. Yes, yes. After he was talking about Take That. Yeah. Which was very exciting. So it was, uh, it yeah. was fun to kind of bring that up too. And, and they had this whole moment and, uh, you know, he, Patrick wants Kevin to do that dance right. that that he wouldn't really do, but, you know, kind of partly did it. But it was just cute to see them have that interaction, you know, the morning after. It was so real. It was so, right. like, awkward after-sex talk. Like, yeah. it was just so natural and, yeah. and, and bizarrely <laughs> real and accurate. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. It was, uh, it was interesting. And then you just kind of followed them as they went in to work you know they're, they're riding on the bart they're they're going on public transportation back to the office and they're continuing this conversation about the card game and then patrick was like well why don't we do a, a gay version for Let's make an app right now it's like all of a sudden <laughs> he's coming up with all these other ideas so it was it was you know it was interesting to kind of see that um well what's weird about their relationship is that it's so lovely when they're together but then there's always right. a moment there's always a moment where you realize Oh crap! This is really right. this is really bad, and this is really toxic for both of them. And I, it, it's right. so easy to get seduced by the natural chemistry, yes. and then it's like, oh, but this is not going to end happy. We know exactly. this isn't going to end happy. Exactly. Like you brought up a good point because that's what I was going to get into later. Is the fact that it feels really good when you're watching it, and you're like, oh, they have this natural chemistry, but we know there's definitely more to that, and it's just unhealthy on so many levels, <laughs> <laughs> on so many levels. Um, but yeah, so we basically have that, and then we. Um, we move on, you know, with him basically admitting, uh, Patrick basically admitting to Kevin that he's told his closest friends about them. Right. Um, you know, which shouldn't have been a shock because don't we all? Right. <laughs> like, exactly. It's sort of like unfair for Kevin to expect Patrick not to, you know, talk about this amongst his closest friends. Right. Like you, you're going to want that support. And it's unfair for him to basically have his cake and eat it too here. Right. You know? Yeah, you don't get to pick. Right. <laughs> it's like, you can't just say, okay, I have the boyfriend and we're going to have our little fun on the side, but then you can't tell anyone. Like, that's really, that it's unfair. So he right. has to expect that that's going to happen. So, I mean, understandably, I can imagine he's freaking out, of course, because he's, you know, blatantly <laughs> having the side dish with, you know, on his boyfriend. But, you know, it's it's to be expected, right? Yeah, I mean, it's you've got to tell your friends. Exactly. You've got to, this is what you, this is what your best friends are for. That's what they're, exactly. You've got to tell That's them about you your them exploits. <laughs> exactly. That's why you have those best friends, so they're there to support you and be able to talk about all the stuff that's going on and. You know, even if they don't agree with you, they're there for you. Right. You know, so th that was something he admitted to. And I thought, well, you know, again, that's to be expected. And, you know. But Kevin's paranoia is just the the pre-show for the for Patrick's ultimate paranoia that just gets I worse know. with every scene. I know, but I know many people like him. And in fact, I'm sort of like that myself. If I start thinking about it, you know, thank goodness for anti-anxiety medication. Right. <laughs> Amen. So I understand where Patrick's coming from. Of course, he's a little over the top. But yeah, I mean, we if you want to talk about that now, when he goes into the whole thing thinking, you know, first it's bed bugs from the hotel and he's thinking he has AIDS and then he's like, you know. Well, he's, he's hooking up whole... with Kevin in this seedy motel, and then yeah. that's the and he throws out just some random he a cover story for his coworker, mm -hmm. like, "Oh no, I was at this theater watching this Showgirls drag show." <laughs> Which, first of all, I want to see that production. I do too. And like, all drag that... showgirls, I would be so in. I would be right there too, and I would be missing work to see that show. <laughs> I totally agree with you on that one. I'm Friend like, let's, center, let's I was like, that wait, one happens. It's like Patrick, good cover yeah. story. I'm so in. <laughs> and if it is, I'm, I need to know about this. I need to look that up because I need to go see that. Right? That's fantastic. Right? But then the coworker was 
like, oh, there's bed bugs in that theater, which then led him to, oh, there's mm-hmm. probably bed bugs in this seedy motel that we're hooking up in yeah. on our lunch break. <laughs> <sighs> no good, no good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was their lunch break. I was thinking it was the morning after, but you're right. It was the lunch break. Um, but, but it's yeah. a bed. It's a it's step a up from the tree. Right. Because, and that was, that's the other thing too I was going to mention is the fact that they had talked about it in the first episode. It was like, when are we actually going to hook up in an actual bed? So they finally made that step, I guess. Right. This time where it's no longer like hooking up in the park and the forest and the ground, you know, that, and then they've moved up to a, to a new level here in the bed. Relationship goals. Baby steps. <laughs> Affair goals or whatever they want to call it. Yeah, yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, poor Patrick again, kind of mind going over, overboard, but you know, he's a creative guy. He's, you know, got a lot going on. So oh, I totally get it. I can obsess I, and spin myself yeah. up and web MD myself into Absolutely. any kind of like cancerous. Absolutely. I was horrifying. thinking I had something horrible today, you know, like <laughs> here I was thinking, I'm like, I'm going to get you. I'm, I've got shingles, you know, like right? I'm already thinking the worst possible scenario. So, you know, um, I, I don't know if Ronnie's on the line yet, if he's going to be joining us today or not, but I don't know if he's no, no Ronnie yet. yet. All right. Okay, well, you know, Ronnie was on last season with us, and he would call intermittently when he was in New York and available, and he said he was going to call tonight, so hopefully he will. But uh, I don't have my phone on, so I can't check (laughs) it anymore. But moving on, I mean, I I also, I have to mention, I love the game, uh, the, what did Patrick want to call it, the stag? Oh, the fag stag. Fag stag. Which I thought was a great name for the game. (laughs) (laughs) Straight guys that hang out exclusively Mm -hmm. with gay friends. Which is like kind of, I don't don't know. Do you have one? Do you have a fact stack? Yeah, I was just saying, I guess I do, because you don't really think about it, but I guess you, right. you sort of do, like I do now. Because I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> maybe back in my day when I was like single and crazy, I had one, and I'm like, no, I do. I've got a few now. Yeah. yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. you know, you always think of the fact hag, and I'm like, yeah, I've got... <laughs> Legions of them. Yeah, exactly. I've everywhere. got a whole, yeah, I've got a whole <laughs> army. Uh, but that's, yeah, that's, that's a good one. So I hadn't really thought about that, but I do. It's but, a good term. It's a good no, term. it's a great term, and I think uh, it's a great thing for this game. I want to. I actually want to see if this game's going to actually happen. Let's hope. Let's you know, hope that Patrick that has that, an idea that actually makes it to fruition. That's what I'm saying. That's going to make it to fruition. Is because I would like to see that sort of like a thread that kind of maybe towards the end of the season we actually see him come up with something and something brilliant, and he can finally get some recognition and kind of feel like he can kind of find his place a little bit more. Right. So right. I'm really hoping that this is more than just a little one-off type thing that we actually learn more about it. We want the best for you, Patrick. Yes, we, we really do. do. We, we love care. Patrick, <laughs> and we want you to make the right decisions and you keep messing up, but we still love you. We love you in spite of your choices. We do. Exactly. We're like your friends there, you know, Dom and, and Augustine, because that's the whole thing. It's like they're being supportive of him, and he says it in that one scene when they're they're hanging out together. Mm-hmm. He basically talks about it. He's like, look, I just want your support. I don't need the judgment. I don't need the other stuff. Right. I'll be okay. What do you think about that, though? Well, when they liken his affair to when they basically call him Pretty Woman. Yeah. First first 80s reference of the, of the episode. Uh, the, uh, There's yes. another one coming. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I also, you know, in the card game, too, was basically like a yeah, throwback with the 80s, that's too. True. Um, yeah. I mean, what do you think as far as, like, the friends pushback? Do you feel like they should be pushing back more? Should they be more judgmental, like, oh, what you're doing is wrong? Or are they just supposed to stand back and be like, we're your friends, we're going to support you even if we don't agree with you kind of thing? Well, I think the, the way that they're portraying both Dom and Augustine is, yeah. like, very authentic and very real right. and very much like how friends would act. And sometimes you are a little judgy and sometimes right. you you, st- over, you, know, you step over that line and it's like, oh, crap, it's your life. I shouldn't have said mm-hmm. that. You know, and I feel all of those dynamics and those tensions and all of that. And that's I think that's what's really cool. I think that's what yeah. engages me in the scenes with the three of them especially well and i think with them too is that they all know that they're not perfect either obviously and they're trying to figure their stuff out and they've made mistakes so it's sort of like 
I like the fact that it was like, okay, we get it. We'll be there for you, you know, that kind of thing. So I thought it was, like you said, very authentic and kind of what Patrick as a character, what he needed at that point. Yes. Because you didn't need the, the judgy because he knows himself of it's not the best situation that what he's in right now but he's in it regardless so. right yeah so we had that scene which um was great and then we got to see about you know dom's trying to figure out his new location i guess for the pop-up right the chicken the, window yes the, <laughs> the eighty thousand dollar chicken window i know it was like 80 grand i get it though that? san francisco right i know for like a cubby hole even in a bad neighborhood like that's 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 real i know, <laughs> that, I know that's where but i was still like dying a little inside i'm like 80 grand for that <laughs> oh my god and the chicken comes out of here yeah. that was my favorite <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, another one that I'd like to see them be able to progress on this, too, on on, on Dom's storyline, is to be able to kind of see that come to be reality as well. Yeah. So I've loved Dom since the first episode of I have, too. Like, and he's such a cool character and such a real person. He is. And, and you want to see him kind of have this dream happen finally after all these years and all these setbacks and everything. So, again, this is another thread that I'm hoping will continue through the rest of the uh, of the season that we got, kind of can see that. What do you think of, uh, you know, Dom's relationship, you know, with Lynn? Like, how, it, it, I feel like it's a very good, they're in a good place. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a very postmodern yeah. relationship. I mean, in the, this, this open thing we talked about last week, um, yeah. that it's going to be interesting to see what happens, but I think we're on a good path with that because their scene together was very, their scene was very so adorable great. and very I know, I love easy, them. you know. Right. I, I love them and I really want it to, work out yeah um you know and i do love the fact that they they've got uh the the whole stuff going on together oh do we do we have ronnie on now oh we do yay, yay! <laughs> hello ronnie are you there hey scott what's hi up, it's good to have you on oh my god i mean we love talking about the show macgyver nice to meet you man hey good yeah. to meet you so 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah welcome I'm, from I'm from the season but um I feel like I like season one slightly a little bit better, and not better, obviously, like you guys said when you open up the show. Uh, they caught their stride, but I was wondering if shows now are kind of, you know, airing a little bit differently with the whole inception of, like, Netflix and, you know, episodes like Orange is the New Black having so many so many episodes, you know, at consumption. It seems like, I don't know, episodic is just differently now i don't know i just i i haven't liked the two episodes as much as i did before but see episode two was pretty good though i will say yeah yeah i i i like i think we were saying is that we like the fact that their characters have developed a little bit more we know where they're coming from we've had the first season to kind of figure that out and and like we're saying it feels really authentic it feels real um these feel like real friends that you would have that you would hang out with and that is what's really cool and we were just talking about the whole relationship with uh, Lynn and Dom, and what are your what is your take on that? Because they had this really cute scene. Do we think it's leading to something where somebody's going to be getting jealous? I mean, because that's that's basically what we were just kind of talking about. Is that it's great they have this open relationship, and I think that is really postmart, and it's really great to have the open communication if you're going to have that and it's healthy. But do you think it's leading to sort of a disaster with the relationship that like someone's going to get jealous or someone's going to get hurt? I mean, it obviously can go that way, but the thing about Dom is, like, I love how he kind of questions himself and second-guesses things, and, you know, he doesn't know how to address, you know, the, the ex-lover that passed away. Right. I think stuff like that is really fun for me to watch Dom. You know, in first season, we didn't know where he was going to go. You know, he was the wild guy. He had to yeah. evolve. He had to grow up. He had to become 40. Um, I like him with, is it Lynn? Is that Scott mm-hmm. Bakula's yeah. name? Lynn yeah. or Lynn? 
I, I love that part of the episode. And, you know, it's even cool to see Dom say, you know, hey, do you miss him? You know, is it insensitive for Patrick to talk about AIDS in that way? And I just think it's really cool because, you know, you see Scott Bakula's character say one or two sentences and then he switches it right away. Like he doesn't really want to go there and or he's evolved past it. So yeah. we don't really know. I don't know if he's going to get angry at some point or if it's going to be an insecurity that arises on either of them. Right. But I like it's making it's made me uh, have a nice charming sensation with Dom. Like I really like to see him feel that way. Like with, when you watch Dom's character, you know that he's feeling something, which is really cool. Yeah, no, and again, and the same thing with Lynn. It's like I loved his interaction. I basically loved. He was like, "Did you turn off the lights? Did you fuck anybody?" You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. it's just like the, going down the list of things, like just the normal thing that somebody would do. Like, and, and I just love how you kind of threw that in there. So I don't know. What did do you, you think? Turn off I mean, the gas. Yeah, did you turn off the did gas? You fuck? Yeah, exactly. Just turn, <laughs> turn off the lights. Make sure everything's you know clean. Put yeah. away. Yeah, the whole thing with the blanket and right. <laughs> it's like, but it was very nice, and I love Scott uh, Scott Bakula's character so much in this, and I oh, think he's it's, awesome. it's, it's he's so awesome in this. such yeah. a great character. So I really want to see it work out with them. So it's interesting to kind of see their relationship versus you know Kevin and Patrick right now. Right. You know, it's like totally opposite ends of, of the spectrum. You kind of see, okay, well, maybe their age and their backgrounds and everything have, have made a difference here of being able to be open and honest and be able to have these type of relationships. What do you guys think? Here's what full communication looks right. like versus Here's like what no communication ends. Like. And I think that's really great yeah. of the writers and the to be able to show kind of two ends of the spectrum here of these relationships. I don't know what you guys think about that, but... I mean, I think definitely... Well, do, you guys, do, you, do you guys like Kevin with Patrick? Do you guys like that storyline? Or are you kind of feeling the way I do, which is like we're urging for Richie to get back in the picture. Like, we don't know where that's going to go. I have my thoughts, and we could get to that in a minute, of course. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I love Kevin the way he is with Richie. I don't know. It's kind of like, oh, it's hard for me to, you know, uh, Jonathan Groff's character, I'm sorry, Patrick. It's hard for me, too. It's like, I don't know. Like, this is the first time Patrick is sort of being free and it's kind of hurting him, or it's going to hurt him, is what I'm feeling. Oh, yeah. No, he's definitely going to get hurt, and, and that's sort of what we were kind of alluding to earlier, is like, he's definitely going to hurt. It is totally unhealthy, the way Kevin kind of gets to have his cake and eat it, too, and so it is leading up to something that it's Patrick's going to get hurt. That's just all there is about it. I like their chemistry together. I think we were talking about that. Like, when they're together, it's really good, And but I do think it's going to end up crashing and burning, because I don't know... I don't see any other way of being able to do it because not only are you you're mixing it in with work, but then you're where he's sort of the boss, but then you're mixing it in when he's got the boyfriends. I mean, it's just too many yeah, layers of crazy. It's a mess. Yeah, and Patrick's a mess, and, and all that is too much crazy. So it's do you guys, definitely... do you guys know what I, I thought instantly too with Patrick? He's he's such like the romantic, you know, hopeless romantic. Right. He, he wants all this, even when he jumps into a situation where he knows he's just being sort of the side guy, and mm-hmm. you know, just kind of supposedly having fun, which is not Patrick's way. No. <laughs> uh, but even though he just gets these moments where he looks, um, you know, into his eyes and is just like, you know, he wants it to be something bigger. And that bus scene reminded me exactly of season mm-hmm. one when <laughs> Richie was on the bus. Exactly. Yep. I don't know. I just was like, oh no. You could tell he was, like, falling for him, yeah. even though he was supposed to not be. Well, I felt like they were doing that on purpose. I don't know if you guys thought that. You know, the writers and the, were basically kind of setting it up, so it kind of was a throwback to season one with him with Richie. Oh, and, definitely. Yeah, so that's how I took it, as, as the same thing. And yeah, and the guy in the first, the guy in episode one that sort of looked like Richie mm-hmm. that he met in the woods, like, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, it was, there's definitely... <laughs> yeah, he's he's replaying the relationship uh, yes. big time. Yes, and I do... Uh, yeah, obviously, Richie's gonna be back in. It's just... Ugh. 
so much of a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about how Richie got back in, yes. which is because of the mess that was mm-hmm. Augustine in this episode. Yeah. Just Ugh. nasty. Nasty, nasty, which yeah. I, I kind of, you know, bravo to the writers to, to, to be brave enough yes. to write him into this, like, big jerk, because mm-hmm. we all have our big jerk moments, of right? Of course, of course. And he just, I mean, from calling Doris a hag mm. to just... <laughs> yeah, he's having his moment right now, sort of his selfish, you know, figuring himself out kind of moment, and, you know, so I get that, but also, I, I like the fact that they made that real, but let's hope that he doesn't make too many bad decisions here, because... <laughs> You know, finding him, Richie finding him out in the street, basically, like, passed out. It's just, it's scary. Just a mess. Yeah, it's Doing pretty drugs. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Just, just how and it goes back to what Augustine said last week, you know, when mm-hmm. they were uh, out of the river. It's like, hey, this is how you deal with it. This is how I deal right. with it. And I like the way he called out Patrick. It, it definitely reminds you yeah. when you watch the episode of Girls and you see Hannah and it's just like, come on, Hannah, grow up. Patrick, grow up, you know, and he said this comment, Augustine said to Patrick, I just don't have time right now to deal with your world, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just, it, it could possibly, you know, pose, um, you know, friendship issues between them too. So as much as it's cool to see Augustine sort of try to find his way, which is to be a bad guy, you know, to kind of act right. out, I, st- I don't know where that's going to go between them two, you know, are they going to oh, yeah. have a riff at some point? So, and I like the scene, I like to see Augustine kind of go crazy i thought the you know he walked into the club it just it had this it had this energy even within all of our own lives of where you know obviously Scott, you're not single no more but just when yeah. you're out there just doing your thing and you're kind of lost but also enjoying that lost moment that's kind of how i took it i don't know well and i also it was, took it, cool, it took it as a way that sort of like he's sort of has to hit rock bottom and he's got to figure out what that boundary is for him and so we're seeing him go through that and figure out where that bottom is yeah I, I don't know. That and I did it. love that moment. I wonder, where he... I, I wonder if he's going to have more of a rock bottom, too, or if his right. insecurity is going to kick, kick in, or will he even wonder about it? Because that guy that he hooked up with originally, when when he still was mm-hmm. with Frank, was at the actual club. Yep. And he goes, oh, have you? how do you know about the breakup? And he's like, oh, I see Frank a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what that whole thing is. Is that implying that that guy is kind of, like, seeing Frank now? Like, I'm not sure how that's all working, but I, I interesting. thought he might have been, or at least they've hooked up. It but, felt like it. Yeah. yeah, it felt like there it, was something there. It, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It def- wasn't passive. Exactly. There was definitely <laughs> some reason there. If it was either that or he was trying to kind of ruffle, you know, Augustina. I don't know. But yeah, I took it as like they've definitely been hanging out, having some fun. But what's interesting about Augustine is his his leading comment after he told Patrick, "Yo, we yeah. just don't have time to really go with your your stuff anymore." He's like, "I just go want. I, I just want to go see Eddie." So Eddie is like really like this light for him. So I'm interested to see where Augustine goes with that whole right. obsession, maybe, yeah. or why is Eddie so interesting to him? Why does he want to hang out with bears? Why is this all becoming a thing? So yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. It, it's a new direction for him, but you know, hopefully Eddie could be a good influence. Maybe if he hits that bottom, because. I don't know. I took Eddie from the first episode as being someone that's trying to do the right thing. Yes, and, such a good, such a good know, person, and good heart. Who knows? We'll have to see what happens. But I do think we got to watch Augustine kind of hit that bottom and ho- turn the corner here. But it, it was kind of scary to see him at that point. Like, man, just being out in the street like that and being that like messed up <laughs> just is, is sad. I mean, frightening. I've, <laughs> you know, myself and every like in the past, I've definitely been crazy. But that was like whoa. And then that's how we get Richie back into the picture, right. which. Mm-hmm. was a good I think an interesting creative way of getting him back in the yeah. picture then like all of a sudden you know Patrick just sees him somewhere randomly I like the fact that they made this happen that in a was a good way. yeah that was a good story point it was a yeah. nice bridge it wasn't s- silly and cheesy they right. so could have gone the cheesy they route they could have like, the easy route yes, of like just, oh they and then I into ran each into other. Patrick yeah. and wah, wah, at the, yeah. the bar or the club so that that was good I mean it 
could have been where they met up when Kevin was there and you could have had more drama, but (laughs) Oh, that's coming. I'm sure (laughs) (laughs) we're definitely leading to that because obviously we've got Richie back in the picture because we're leading to this, you know, as we start building up here for the next couple episodes. So what did you guys think of that scene though? Richie played it very cool. Uh, he didn't answer the question. Patrick did ask him, you know, are you seeing anybody? Um, and then we have that little bit of a, like sort of, not teaser, but that sort of implication that he's, you know, got his arm around the the, the other guy. But I don't mm-hmm. think, you know, he's with his group of friends. I don't think that was trying to imply that Richie was moved on and was seeing somebody else. Was he? Did you guys take it that way? I didn't take it that way. I didn't, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to kind of put something in to kind of throw the wrench a little bit with Richie to kind of make it harder for for him and Patrick to get back together. Um but obviously, I feel like he's there. He's there for the whole season, so there's going to be an arc with him as, as well. So I think yeah. the viewing, you know, when you were supposed to watch it, you were supposed to see that and wonder, oh, I wonder if Richie's moved on to the point where he's, right. you know, engaging with other other guys, whatever. He's, you know, he's walking with this group right. of three. With the group of three. But I think more importantly, he didn't answer that question, you know, are you seeing anybody? It just goes back to, again, season one, which I love season one, and him saying, listen, I'm this close to falling in love with mm-hmm. you. You know, but you got to be ready, and it's it's all that same stuff that spilled into season two. So I was very happy to see Richie. Yeah, he's definitely like one of my favorite characters, but playing it cool though too. So it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah, and I think he he had to. You know, he's got to kind of be a little standoffish in the sense of like what happened in the first season between between them. So, and I loved how he played that scene. I think yeah. that was so real and right. so just yeah. This is this is awkward and this is terrible. Right. And I probably still have lots of feelings mm-hmm. for you. You probably still have lots mm-hmm. of feelings for me, but I don't want to be vulnerable and I don't want to get hurt again. Exactly. So I'm just going to be cold mm-hmm. and I'm just going to say thank you for the tea and right. walk out the door. And be vague <laughs> and be a little standoffish and then absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I got it. You know, and it was so great to see Patrick go. Well, are you seeing someone? Mm-hmm. No, delete, delete, array. I mean, how many times do we all wish we could hit the delete button no. on things we've said to exes? Yes. <laughs> and Patrick yeah, more. <laughs> more than most he of us. All. He said, delete, delete. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. He did. yeah. Oh, Patrick is exactly the way we are in, <laughs> in, right. real, in real life. That's Saying those... why he's so... He's, he's the Hannah of girls. He's, he's Absolutely. <laughs> he's so identifiable. Yeah. And saying those awkward things and putting his foot in his mouth and everything. But yeah, so I like the fact that they put him back in here with Richie and, and now we're going to see how they're going to deal with the whole storm brewing here with mixing everybody up in this maelstrom here. So it'll be interesting for sure. Yeah, I like the way Patrick over the you know the whole episode was kind of about him and his insecurities and wondering you know if he's had unprotected sex this that and the other. I like the way it drew out. You know, it was cool for him to possibly go get tested, and then he waited longer. Then he called the lady and said, "Oh, you have a really soothing voice." You know, it just was all Patrick. It felt exactly the moment that you would feel when you knew Patrick was right. something. And yeah. I liked that we we know Patrick this much. You know, coming into season two, as you yeah. guys were saying, we know him so well that we're like, "Yep." He would talk to the lady, and he would say, "We used to watch." Uh, what did it say? Yeah, it was Girls? young Angela no. Lansbury, <laughs> like a young yes. Angela Lansbury. We're, like, we're the murder she wrote household. I was like, "Oh my god, you're so funny." Yeah, yeah. I, so it made sense. Like, yep, that's 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 our Patrick. You know, we feel. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like when we watch the show, we're like part of the three friends. You know, on some level, right? But. Exactly, and we can all kind of relate to Patrick and relate to these characters. Um, they kind of fit the, some of the tropes and that you have with with gay characters, but. I did love, too, when Patrick goes in for the AIDS test, and then he's just totally like, 
oh yeah, well I lied about the on, on the form, <laughs> and then he like goes into all this. I mean, again, Absolutely. you could, you should be able to tell your health practitioner right. everything, but it was just so funny. I was just all nervous, and he's like, yeah, you know, I, I it was just one time, unprotected, and no, he just all over me. It wasn't inside, you know. He's like just rambling on because he was so nervous, <laughs> not inside of myself. Yeah, <laughs> um, but you know, the, we throw around the buzzword of like a oh, brave television a lot, mm-hmm. but like I felt like this was one of those moments of where just showing the reality of like going walking into out of the closet like doing the little computer thing right. all answering all of the questions and going in like mm-hmm. just so brave to show the reality of that right you know we've right. I, i've been there i've been mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. position i felt like that i've done the whole backtracking well yeah it was once but no it, it was it wasn't with anyone exactly. else i mean i said but i meant but and just right. it felt so mm-hmm. real i was like and, shaking watching and it. it's something people go through you know every, everyone knows that person especially you know obviously he's come out and everything but he's still dealing with internalized a little bit of that homophobia a little bit and just to be able to go on the forum because when i saw him press gay on the forum i was like okay that's even a big step because he could have been Mm -hmm. so uncomfortable he might have just said straight and at first that's what i thought it was going to do and that's why they showed the screen oh interesting so i like the fact because a lot of people even when they're out are still struggle with that internalized homophobia so it was great to see him be able to do that and i took that as like a step in him kind of being more comfortable with himself right um and being able to go and have a test I also like the way the the guy who was administering the test too was very clinical, as mm-hmm. they are too. Yep. When you go in, you feel so. It, it's funny because you go yeah. in with all your emotions and your baggage and your whole life, and yet the person is extremely clinical. They just they need the questions and they need the answers. That's it. exactly. Right? It's really all they do all day to help you. So that buildup of just you know literally yep. him saying, "Oh, I lied," and then him, the mm-hmm. guy saying, "Hey, we make mistakes." Like it just was. It just was, it was a very real moment. Right, so, and, yeah. and also that it was no big deal. You know, that was the other thing I think is important, even for viewers to be able to watch that, that, that are watching the show from somewhere middle of the country and may not have the, feel like they have the support and everything to be able to just see that and see, okay, it's no big deal. Yeah. You know, he went in for the it, test. It, it, it normalized, I mean, I think, uh, right. Blake, it's MacGyver, Blake, right? Yes. Is it Blake? Blake, yeah. Blake, uh, Blake, oh my God, said it. Blake had said it. Uh, it sort of like normalized that process that we all go through. So that was cool to see, and it will, right. you know, transcend to the people that are watching. And you know, when they're in that situation, like mm-hmm. it'll give them a more comfortable sense of doing it. Exactly. <laughs> Even if you walk in there and are as goofy as Patrick, you know, right? Saying, so. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was a very important thing for them to do that because there are a lot of people out there that are watching that might be frightened or scared to be able to go and do a test like that. So it was great that they did that and helped to make it seem like it was. Uh, as it should be a very normal comfortable no judgment kind of thing so, so there's our psa go get yes, tested exactly. know your status <laughs> i know it was the whole uh the thing on the truck uh, the 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 placard the sign was so funny uh, oh i don't remember uh, what yeah, it said it was, uh, um, i, I want to make sure. something like yeah it was like don't tell us how, yeah tell us how you fuck get tested on our truck <laughs> it was like so great <laughs> <laughs> and it was just right there on the sign. I'm like, that's great. And I love the way they, they <laughs> kind of shot that and you could see the sign. But, um, and then of course, as we get closer to wrapping up the episode, I love the way they kind of wrapped it up with, with Patrick and Kevin. Oh yeah. It was a mm. lovely bookend because yeah. we had that scene at the beginning the and, beginning, then, and, and then we the, finally, and we finally got the dance. We finally got right, the real dance. Exactly. So we got the real <laughs> dance at the end of the, of this episode, which I thought was great to have the bookend. Like you said, we got so. our take that moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so good. Any it other, definitely seemed, it, it definitely seemed like that complete moment where he hit me in his mind. He said, this has got to stop. This is not what I want to do. I really don't like this kind of thing, but you just see his eyes closed. He takes a deep breath. He smiles. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, it's just like his his knowledge of himself. Like this is not what I want to do, but this is too cute. Like I just like this so much. And what was me? What am I gonna do? Like that's gonna be the ride. So it's kind of interesting. 
And I think that's what's so admirable about this show mm. is that in 22 minute episodes, there's still, even though it's got a very slice of life style, mm-hmm. we still have very clear, like moral points right. and, a, and a good beginning, middle and end. The mm-hmm. writing is fantastic. And, and all the different storylines are very specific and you can see the different directions that each character is going through yeah. right now. Like Everybody's got a from, journey from their relationships and how they're handling certain things. And that what I think is great too, because you can really see the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Feels and the like good thing about watching yeah. the show is, is every episode you do have like more of an interest in, in one of the characters. Obviously Patrick is always the most intriguing, but right. like right now I'm just really on Dom. I really want to know what's going to happen with that. And I really want to know how Len, you know, continues to address this. Is he going to, break down and, and go to a place and yes talk about his ex-lover like are these things going to happen mm-hmm. like that is, that to me is like representing like that grown up you know gay relationship and I don't think right. you see you don't see that as much on TV yes we're no. starting to see so much of the younger and the party and the woo 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 and the hooking up that's you know it's great for you know the community or whatever but like that grown up and those questions and that history mm-hmm. yes. that, that's beautiful man that's what I'm starting to like about this show right. Absolutely. Um, right. And, and, and to see those mature relationships like you said see the ones that might be slightly different than what you said going out in the club and getting all messed up and everything else there's different types of relationships so uh, you know that that's one of my thoughts in a, in a minute but yeah I, I do I think we're supposed to kind of relate with these characters at different points stages, and different times yeah. and different stages and so we might relate to one character more than the other from our own experiences so that's what I think is great too about this is that depending on the week or the what the characters are going through we might have more relation with one over the other so yeah I just yeah I just want the characters to have layers you know to be honest like I'm not the type of viewer that's going to want to watch it and it just be you know hook up hook up hook up hook up hook up but like of course. that's not where I'm trying to watch as a viewer you know even evolved in my own life like right. so when we see all these other things it is uh, colorful and um, the Dom character just right now I'm just really interested to see where he's going to go right um, yeah, and you don't want to see <laughs> all the the stereotypes too, because those are easy, and you can do that too. So I like, you know, we want to see deeper part, especially now. You know, we see where we are in in relation with the world and what's going on in the world and what's going on here in the country. It's like we want to see more of these real characters, and I think that helps everybody else. Are there any other final thoughts that you guys have from this episode? Um, uh, I just thought it was funny. I think they're trying to they're really selling um, not necessarily Patrick, but just. You know, little Jonathan Groff is a little sex symbol there because they got him in the, in the little little underwears and the little butt cheeks popping out. I'm just like, come on, buddy. but it's okay, do do what you do. But I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, I was like, come on with that shot. Like that shot was just like, come on, all butt. You know, it's like, come on. <laughs> Of course, you have to do the butt shot. <laughs> it's HBO. You have it's to do the required. butt shot. It, yes. It's literally in the contract. You have to. <laughs> At least one an episode. <laughs> show doesn't get greenlit without no. without the True. butt contract. Exactly. <laughs> no, I thought this was a great episode. I thought mm-hmm. I think we're really off to a great season two. I'm excited to see where the characters go. I'm excited to see. I'm I'm kind of excited for the drama. Actually, I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited for the Kevin disaster. Patrick Richie tr- love triangle. You know, mm-hmm. I just hope it's I hope it's epic because oh, it should be. These characters guys, deserve it. I don't I don't think I'm sorry to cut you off. Like no, I you're don't fine. think we talked about um the girl too much. I mean, unless I was missing it when you guys, I was calling in. Uh, and she you met mean the with, guy. With, she met you mean with Doris. Doris. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Doris met somebody. Doris met Yay. someone. We'll see how that's going to Let's hope it out. happens. Yeah, I do. I mean, we that. know what happens from the trailer. Right, but. right, right. Yeah, from the tease. But yes, I mean, because if, she if deserves she, it too. If she totally didn't. 
he totally didn't um, go to what, what, what did he, what did he say? Like, oh, you go to this uh, winery. What did he? What was his pickup line? Oh, it was something like oh, the, the uh, opera. Or it yeah, was something like really hoity-toity. Some, yeah, some <laughs> random thing. But, but the, the place that she, the place that she said, yeah, you know, yeah, that's totally not the place that she goes. But I thought that right. was so cool because we always see her as being like jokey and raw yeah. and raunchy. I think it'll be cool for her to step back and be like, oh, vulnerable. Like, she was finally out, caught oh, off guard. Yeah. Yeah, it's like she hangs out with her boys. She doesn't really have the chance of getting laid with that right, situation. Right. And now, now her guard has to go down because now she gets to be in the game a little bit. Which exactly, is which is good for her because again, yeah, she's been so so closed off uh, all last season. So it's good to have her have that moment too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I guess we'll move into predictions then. Predictions for next week, next couple episodes. And now you're after Buzz. All right, Ronnie, predict something. Putting you on the spot um, since you're calling I in. I predict that the teaser kind of made it imply that, you know, Richie got to hang out with um, Augustine. You know, he shaved his beard or no, or clipped him up or whatever. And it was supposed to be like, ooh, as if, you know, maybe they're going to have a moment. I totally mm-hmm. do not think they're going to have a moment. Um, I do think that there will be a rift possibly between Augustine. Augustine's the guy, kind of guy that gets fed up, you know, a yeah. lot, and he's dealing with his own stuff. And now if you get Frank, you know, looming in the back of his head, mixed with the Eddie thing, um, P- Patrick's little, you know, BS or, you know, little insecurities, it's just going to get tiring. You know, yeah. we all do, we all want our friends to be honest with us, but we don't want our friends to bring us down either. So right. um, m- maybe a rift between them two. Um Dom and, Dom and uh, Lynn, I don't know, but um, that's the most interesting for me right now. I can't wait to see what they do next week. Mm-hmm. I predict that Dom is going to have to use some of Lynn's money to cover the 80 grand yes. for the chicken's window, and that's going to cause relationship mm-hmm. problems. That's my prediction. Yeah, and I totally agree with you that, because I think he is going to have to go that route again. Maybe he'll surprise us and somehow get a loan, but I do think he's going to go that way, and it's going to add friction again to the relationship. Um, and I still feel like the open relationship at some point is going to cause some issues. But I like what you said, Ronnie, about the whole thing with, with Richie and uh, Augustine, because I'm like, are, is are they going to hook up out of like, is it going to be like out of spite for with Richie with with, you know, Patrick? Is it going to be because Augustine's going through a crazy moment, too? Like there, I could see that realistically happening, especially with the whole three way thing that's being set up love triangle with Patrick. So it would be interesting to see if that happens. I do think Augustine's going to kind of have to go off the deep end and really hit rock bottom these next couple episodes and i do think uh we're just waiting for that like that storm to make landfall between this love triangle thing because it's not going to be able to last too much longer you know it's <laughs> that foundation is a little shaky, shaky now it's gonna fall so and, and it's gonna be I'm fascinating curious, to see that like, do we have frank coming back at all this season i think he filmed uh, his character I think, yeah uh, the actor I- filmed about one episode. I think he did, and, and I think, yes, I think you are correct, and I, I would love to see uh, OT back. He was great, mm-hmm. and he was actually on here uh, with us last oh, year, nice. yeah, for the first season as a, as a guest, so yes, it would be great to have him come back, and even if it's just for an episode, to kind of kind of shake things up a little bit, because um, again, I do think Augustine's going to be our most crazy erratic. erratic I want character. Eddie to come back, too. Yeah, yeah. He needs to find Eddie. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, I definitely want Eddie to come back. So we'll see. There's a lot of stuff going on, and and I'd like to just see something culminate, either someone which I love, you know, because of marriage equality and everything. I'd love to see someone get engaged or something yes. happen by the end of this season. That would be really cool. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I, 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 Scott, I definitely am just a little interested. Like I said, you know, I watched episode one of Girls and episode one of Looking, mm-hmm. and I just was like a little like ah, I don't know. And again, I do feel like with this Netflix inception. You know, so many, you know, seasons are being pushed out there. Yeah. So I, I don't know if, if, you know, a show like Looking, I could watch episode one and two and I love it, but watching it 
week by week by week by week. It's just I don't know if they're making shows differently now. Like they're not as intriguing. Um, it's just a concern of mine. I don't know. I'm not saying that that's what they're doing, but uh, I just know I was left a little lower with episode one on both. But as a season culmination, it is pretty cool. So it's just a thought. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll see how how it goes the rest of the season. We have no idea either. You know, uh, pick up for season three. It's too early to say. So. You know, there's a lot no, of there's a no, but I'm just saying there's a lot of things they they would have yeah. to do. I think they will be picked up for season three, but I'm like that's a whole other thing, that's a whole other can of worms and how they would be able to work <laughs> the, the the episodes out and the characters and everything. So we'll see. So Ronnie, where can they find you in the meantime uh, between the, here and the next episode? Oh God, I'm not doing the social media thing right now, but I am calling into looking every week. So all right, here. all right. So everyone just has to wait. We can find you here. Online. Yeah. So we'll just have to wait the entire week to be able to hear your voice. Okay, we see how it is. Yeah. What about you, Blake? Where can and you, find you? you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake McIver. Awesome. You can find me on Twitter at sman80. That's sman80. And here on Thursday nights for Archer. Uh, with our review and unfortunately I won't be here the next two weeks I'm sorry guys I have to go to Boo. travel for work again work overrated but I'll be back in a couple weeks and I know you will be back here next week and, I will and Kylie should be back too yes so it'll be great to have Kylie back from season one as well and Kelly and Kelly will have a great yeah. time yeah so until then guys have a fantastic fantastic week from executive producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.